Perception. Perception is reality. Reality. Perception is reality. Reality. Some talk shows think all of their opinions are right. This one, this one knows they are. This is Perception is Reality. Christopher H. Bilbury is a no-nonsense, well, maybe a little bit of nonsense, political activist, local government watchdog, and all-around good Hoosier and God-fearing American citizen. Is this guy for real? Holding lawmakers accountable and educating citizens on the importance of participating in their local government with a dab of national and world politics and a little pop culture and maybe some real-life common sense. This is Perception is Reality. And this is Christopher H. Bilbrey. Well, hello. I hope you're doing well. I hope that you survived the storm unscathed with very little to no property damage. Last night, the storms were rather wicked. Monday... May 27th, 2019, the Memorial Day storms of 2019 will be something that people talk about for some time. There were several severe thunderstorms in and around East Central Indiana, several, I guess, confirmed tornadoes, funnel clouds, tornado touchdowns. Uh, There were quite a bit of people with footage of tornadoes in different areas. My thoughts and prayers are with all of them that have been affected, and absolutely my thoughts and prayers are with the folks from the Ohio area. Apparently there was one fatality from the Ohio area, so uh, continue to give your prayers and your thoughts to that individual's family, and we'll continue just hoping that we are protected and that the storms kind of calm down. I'm actually recording this on Tuesday evening. It's just a little after 7.15, and the weather is starting to look a little wicked here this evening, so hopefully I'm able to get through this without much trouble, without much issue. Whether you're listening to this on Tuesday or at some other time in some other place, I guess... uh, However much longer the show goes on, you'll know if we made it or not. So uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you for being here and taking a little bit of your time to share with me. I thank you all very much because without you all, this doesn't matter. Without the listeners and without you guys giving me feedback, sharing the show, messaging me behind the scenes, talking to me on Facebook. None of this matters. It would just be me talking to myself. So I want to thank you all for listening. If you listen to the show and if you enjoy it, or if you listen to the show and you think that I'm a crackpot, do me a favor. Share the show. Share the show if you support what I'm doing. And share the show if you want to make fun of me and you want your friends to listen, because all that does is increase the listenership, and it helps to bring Perception is Reality to more individuals. This is the ninth episode of Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbury. I am Christopher H. Bilbury. Welcome, welcome, welcome. 
you're listening to this at perception.fireside.fm. You can also hear this on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio. So uh, thank you for listening to this on whichever podcast hosting site that you listen to. As always, you can find it under one roof at perception.fireside.fm. And if you'll do me a favor, every episode I share the link on Facebook. I type in perception.fireside.fm backslash and then the episode number. When I do that and when you see that, if that's how you click on it to listen, great, but also share that. Share it on your wall, share it with your friends, copy paste the link, text it to people, help get the word out. We want to try to continue to increase the listeners and increase the audience. Last episode, Right is Right, episode 008, we reached a benchmark. And so I want to say that I'm very thrilled with all of you for helping with that. We reached a high peak of listeners. And so I have you to thank for that. That is your doing. So thank you very much. And thank you for continuing to give me a little bit of your time each and every Tuesday or Saturday or whatever day that it is that you guys all listen. So thank you very much. Okay, let's get into the show tonight. The name of tonight's show is The Show Must Go On. It is a Queen song title. I absolutely love music. Music is life. And I very much love Queen and I figured that that was an appropriate title for tonight's show, given the topics that we're going to be talking about. So here's the deal. I planned on doing a show tonight about sending a call out to all current candidates for office in Winchester and Muncie and anywhere else that I've been interested in or that the listeners feel like I need to pay attention to. And that shout out to those candidates was, if you've interviewed with me in the past, you're welcome to interview with me again. I will be asking you to interview, and I hope that you do interview. And that's no matter if I didn't support you through the primary, or you feel like we've had a falling out, I was fair to you through the interview last time, and I will be fair to you at any other given time. But specifically for the candidates that have refused to respond, this was for you. Bill Richmond, Democrat candidate for mayor of Winchester. Bob McCoy, Republican candidate for mayor of Winchester. Kevin Carino, Democrat candidate for Winchester City Council. Roger Miller or Jeff Winningham, also both candidates on both sides of the ticket for Winchester City Council. A few of the candidates that are currently running for City Council on Muncie and, of course the Democrat candidate running for mayor of Muncie, Terry Witt Bailey. This was going to be the call-out show for 
all of those candidates. And I'm still calling them out right now. If I invited you to interview in the primary and you did not interview, first off, shame on you. And second of all, okay, it's all water under the bridge. It's time to move on. You're now the nominee for your party, for your race. It's time to now talk to me and talk to anybody that will listen and anybody that has a platform that can get your message to your voting constituents. But this is why I keep saying this was going to be the show because something happened today that flip-flopped what I was planning on doing and changed the direction of the show. So we're going to get back to the people who question why candidates should interview with me in a second because that kind of fits what we're going to be talking about. But here's what happened. So I got in a little bit of a pissing match with a strange little man from my home community in Winchester, Randolph County. I call him far left Fred Davis. He is the Democrat Party chairman. He is kind of the fake Democrat Party chairman. He stole back the seat, in my opinion. And because of our little pissing match and a few other weirdo little bullies over the last 24 to 48 hours, I decided to change the show from the call out and talking about why these candidates needed to talk with me. I decided to change that show into dealing with political bullies. So before we kick into that, I'm going to say really quickly, this is still the call-out show. If you're a candidate for office and you haven't talked with me, get your butt on the phone, 765-546-9796. Get your butt or get one of your teammates' butts in the seat emailing me at khbilbury at gmail.com or send me a message on Facebook at Christopher H. Bilberry and let's sit down and talk. Let's call each other on the phone. Let's message. Let's email back and forth off the record and try to work something out so that we can talk to get your message to the voters that will be voting for you. Because here's the deal. And we're going to talk about this a little bit in the second part here of the show, what I've changed the show to be. But whether people like to admit it or not, it's past the point of saying that this is a little show. There are many, many, many people that listen to Perception is Reality or that watch Perception is Reality on Facebook Live. There are many people in East Central Indiana so if you're running an election in Winchester, it's ignorant for you to not talk with me. Because really, this is one of the biggest platforms that you're going to get. I would be willing to say more people will listen to this that vote in Winchester than what listens to the radio, the star program in Winchester. There's more people that listens to Perception is Reality then what will go to a candidate forum put on by the Farm Bureau? 
There are more people in the Muncie area that will listen to this program than what attend the candidate forums that Muncie has. And I'm not patting myself on the back saying that. That's the citizens. Thank you for doing that. But if you're a candidate that looks past this platform because you're in a pissing match with me, then that just shows ignorance on your part. But we're going to talk a little bit more about those folks here in a minute as we kick the show into what I decided last moment to talk about, and that's the bullying and dealing with political bullies. Because the point of the show here at Perception is Reality is empowering citizens to deal with their government, empowering citizens to deal with the candidates, getting citizens active, involved, engaged, asking questions, attending meetings, outvoting, and running for office. And if you're a citizen that is engaged and active and putting your opinion out there and stating your case, you are going to run into folks that don't want to hear what you've got to say and will try to cut you down every which way. So the show changed from the call-out show, the show must go on, to dealing with political bullies and charging full steam ahead, the show must go on. We're going to be talking after this short break about dealing with political bullies. And all I've got to say is... Perception. Perception is reality. Reality. Perception is reality. Reality. Okay, so you like my little uh, Queen Ready Freddy deal there? What the deal is with that is that's from the song A Crazy Little Thing Called Love when they're kind of in the breakdown and the rest of the band says Ready Freddy, referring to Freddie Mercury. And it's a play on words dealing with the gentleman who inspired this change of the episode changing it from calling out the candidates that have yet to speak with me. I feel like they should. But I felt like it might be more important to talk about how to deal with political bullies. So the gentleman that's behind the Ready Freddy deal is a gentleman called Fred Davis. He is the Democrat Party chairman from Randolph County. He's been an arch nemesis of mine for quite some time. And... I got into a little bit of a pissing match with him on Facebook today. It's something that he and I do about every six months. And that led me to believe that I needed to talk with you all about how to deal with these folks that might look to bully you to change your mind or to stop you from speaking out or doing what's right as a citizen trying to be engaged with your government or candidates or what have you because they support somebody that you might be speaking out against. Because let's be clear, in politics, you will generally have two opposing sides. You'll have the Republicans and the Democrats. Sometimes you'll have Republicans, Democrats, and Libertarians or some other third party. But you will generally have at least two, if not three or more candidates like in a primary. And in that case, even when you say, let's run a clean campaign and everybody should try to run 
as peaceful and a clean as possible campaign. Even when that's happening, you're going to have somebody that's going to win and somebody that's going to lose, and both sides want to win and neither side wants to lose. And generally, even if the candidates are polite, you will have people that support the candidate that's not as polite. And so when you're a passionate, engaged, intelligent citizen who is looking out for the betterment of your community and has an understanding of what's going on, and you speak out, what do you do and how do you interact with these folks that are out of control and out of sync and out of touch that are going to just try to do what they can to discredit you or otherwise derail your attempts to engage with your officials and the candidates that want to be your officials. Let's talk about that right now. So, for the last several years, I've been, I guess what I would call, a thorn in the side of the mayor of Winchester... And at various times, either various council members or the entire council, as needed when I felt they were doing something that didn't go along with what they should be doing or what was best for Winchester as a whole. And I know there are many, many citizens that have been very vocal about what the mayor of Muncie, Dennis Tyler, has done and have been vocal about various council members, and specifically vocal about the Democrat Party in Delaware County that folks have named 214, because that's the address of the Democrat Party, and so anyone from Democrat headquarters is a 214-er, or someone from 214. And so what happens is, and I'm just going to give you from my example, so... I've been trying to reach out to the Democrat candidate for mayor of Muncie, Terry Witt Bailey, and I've been attempting to ask her for an interview. And at first, she was receptive to that, and we were trying to come up with the times and dates, and it seemed like she was just giving me the runaround a little bit, and then finally she declined. Well, shortly after her declining... I found out that she was doing fundraisers in Illinois and Indianapolis, and that just blows my mind. And so I put that out there, and I put out there a statement saying, listen, all these other candidates are doing interviews. She declined. She has obviously something better to do than to talk to constituents. Listen, I'm not a a voter in Muncie. I'm not voting in Muncie, but I'm not talking with her one-on-one in a conversation that only her and I are hearing. If it was me contacting her and saying, hey, uh, Dr. Bailey, will you talk to me in a room with just me and you there because I want to hear what your platform is? I could clearly see her saying no because that's not going to do anything for her. But I say, hey, do you want to come on and have the possibility of five to 6,000 people hearing your interview? And her turning that down just seems nuts to me. But then I get people on her side or her friends or her supporters coming out and saying, why does she need to interview with you? You're not from Muncie. 
or you're nobody you're not the media you're not the star press well god thank god i'm not the star press and where's the star press at channel 13's not coming to talk to these candidates and who says that i'm not the press you know the nra and the secret service and whatnot felt comfortable enough to, to credential me to get me into the NRA convention and give me press media passes during the president and vice president speaking back on the 26th of April, I feel like that credentials me enough to call myself at least somewhat of a journalist. But what the hell's a journalist anymore? A journalist is the man that stands outside his back patio with a camera and catches the awesome video of a tornado. A journalist is the person who picks up their cell phone camera and catches the police chase through the neighborhood and the police action shooting. A journalist is the kid who picks up the phone and records the horrible event of a school shooting. Anybody these days with a cell phone and social media is a journalist. And to speak about me specifically, and I know that a lot of people don't like to do that, but I do have a little bit of a platform. And I'm sorry for the people who want to detract from what I have going here and want to knock what I do and knock the fact that I have listeners, and I'm sorry about that, but perception is reality with Christopher H. Bilberry is a thing now. You don't have to like what I say. You don't have to like my point of view. You don't have to like my stance. You don't have to like that I'm a conservative, but you can't deny the fact that I have a platform that folks listen to. I'm not patting myself on the back. I'm not saying that I'm something major and big. Here's all I'm saying. I'm a person who's asked fair questions to both Republicans and Democrats and Libertarians alike. I've given everybody a fair shake, and I give everybody that wants to talk a chance to talk to the possibility being endless amount of listeners in the community. Do you know how many people watched those candidate interviews that I did just several weeks back on the video version of Perception is Reality on Facebook? Many, many people. Do you know how many people watched at 2.30 in the morning or at 9 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday? You know, not everybody has the capability to attend a forum that happens at Northside Middle School at 7 p.m. in the evening because guess what? They might be working or they might be taking care of their family or they might be sleeping because they go in and work third shift. So I do an interview on a podcast and they're able to put it on their Bluetooth speaker on their car on their way to work at 11 p.m. at night and they're able to listen and engage with that person and make informed decisions. It's not about me, Angie McKillop. It's not about Terry Witt Bailey talking to me or Bill Richmond talking to me or Bob McCoy talking to me. Let's talk about them. We have two gentlemen here running for mayor of my home community. One of them's going to win. They're both running for election. They're both running for votes. Do they feel as though 
if one of them wins or does one or the other feel if they win, they're only going to be mayor of half the town? Are they only mayor of the people that voted for them? Do they not feel like they should try to win people over? Bill Richmond, why do you feel as though you should not campaign and try to earn my vote? Who are you to think that you're better than me? Far left Fred Davis, why do you feel your candidates should not talk to me or to the people that listen to my show? I guarantee you that if Bill Richmond came on this podcast, he would talk to folks that would vote for him. I bet if Bob McCoy came on, he would definitely talk to folks that would vote for him. And let me tell you, this deal of getting on my social media, I'll let anybody get on my social media and say anything. You can call the show Far Left Fred Davis. I want you to come on here and interview and debate with me. Call me at 765-546-9796 or email me at khbilbury at gmail.com. I want you to come on live on Facebook or recorded here and do an interview and debate with me. If you're so much smarter than I am and you know it all and I'm so wrong, come on and debate me. Here's the deal. Fred is mad right now because I have him and his candidate, Kevin Carino, in a tough spot. They screwed up on a campaign finance report, and I have them nailed to the wall on it. Here's what kills me about Fred. Here's what killed me about the mayor of Winchester, Sean Byram, and that whole organization, and sometimes the city council members. For the last three and a half, four years, and for the next however long, when I would catch them in something bad, something wrong, a screw-up, a mess-up, and I would call them out on it, they wouldn't ever just say, oh my God, sorry, that was wrong, we shouldn't have done that, that was a mess-up. They would fight it, and they would deny it, and they wouldn't claim it, and they would never apologize, and they would fight me, and they would call me crazy, and, and Fred Davis would be like, what about the record? Your record, what about everything? And I would say, Fred, everybody knows everything. Come on, dude, it's like 2019. Live in the real world, man. And he's like, says real cryptic weird shit that I have no clue what he's talking about. And what I want to say is, listen, you made a mistake and you got caught. If you and your supporters would have just said, yeah, that was a mess up. We're sorry. This is what we're doing to fix it. Like on the campaign finance report, had they just marked down that the Democrats bought Kevin's material or that Kevin bought it himself or whoever or whatever, I couldn't have said anything about it. Had I been saying stuff about it after they came out, that would have made me look bad. But what they do is they try to prolong it, which lets me talk about it and call more attention to it. And then in the end, I'm right anyways. And you want to know how I know that I'm right? Because Fred gets on my wall and gets on my post and does all that crazy crap that he does. And he goes nuts 
saying, I'm going to take you to court. I'm going to take... Guess what, Fred? Take me to court. Send me the summons and I will be there with bells on. Or Terry Bailey and her supporters, come on and use my platform to get your message out. But don't come on and tell me that I'm crazy and you don't know who I am and you don't know anything about me and why should a candidate come on and who's Christopher Bilbrey? Why does he think that the candidates should talk with him? First and foremost, I'll say this. Yeah, I think it's a good idea for the candidates to talk with me and anybody else that comes knocking. Do I feel like I can force the candidates? No, or I would have forced them. But I can't force someone to talk with me. And I don't get rude or belligerent if they don't. I tell it like it is. If a candidate is willing to talk with me, I let people know. I plug that event. I put adverts out about it. And I try to give that person as much of a platform as possible and as many listeners as possible. And if a candidate says they don't want to talk to me, then I say, by God, caveat emptor, buyer beware, voter beware. A candidate that's unwilling to talk to you is an official that's unwilling to talk to you. And in today's world, transparency, communication, and accountability is king. And if you are a candidate that's too dumb to realize that you should be talking to everyone possible, then you should not be an elected official. And if you're an elected official that's unwilling to talk, then you should be gone. Vote their ass out at the very next election. And if you're a supporter... If you're a political bully because you support Terry Witt Bailey or you support Winchester Council Democrat candidate Kevin Carino and you think that they shouldn't talk with me or someone else that comes knocking, you're doing a severe disservice to your friend or your candidate or your family member. If you're far left Fred Davis and you're doing what you can as party chairman to keep your candidates from me, you are severely limiting your party and their reach. You know, far-left Fred Davis made a call to the Delaware County Democrats to 214 and told them not to let their candidates interview with me. Now, thank God the candidates did. I applaud each and every one of them, whether I supported them or not. Whether I still agree with them or not, I applaud them for getting up and having the balls to come on here and talk to all of you. It's not about me. It's not about me and them. It's about you. And if you have party chairmen and you have candidates and you have their friends and supporters that bully and say, well, they shouldn't go on and talk with Christopher Bilbrey. He's a crazy man. Or if you're speaking out and they're bullying you, now we have to determine what we're going to do. Yes, you can engage them or you can let them be. And there's pros and cons to both. But this is the way I deal with a bully. With your words, with your wisdom, with your intelligence, with your knowledge that you've built, you blast them right in the face and you blast them hard. If they get on your wall saying a bunch of stupid bullshit and nonsense, you give it right back to them. Now, there's times to pull out from the fight, but I don't ever disengage. Listen to me. Politics is not for the faint of heart. 
Politics is not for the weak. It is a full contact sport. I prefer for it to be fair and for us to be civilized and for us to debate in a mild mannered and polite method. And most of the time, the candidates will be that way. But every now and then, you'll get one that's dirty or that plays rough. And you need to be prepared to play rough, too. But most often, you'll get the side-supporting characters, like far-left Fred Davis. Always a bridesmaid, never a bride. Or you'll get the peanut gallery, Angie McKillop and Ty Morton, or whatever his name is, wanting to see my credentials to have someone talk to me. Are you, are you joking? Are you seriously joking right now? Nobody's got to talk to me. But boy, if they don't, what a foolish move. And are you for real right now asking me why I feel like it's a First Amendment rights violation for a candidate or an official to delete a comment off of social media when it's on their public elected official page or their candidate page? Don't question me about First Amendment rights violations and cases. Don't do it. It's not smart. I have just got out of a federal lawsuit where I was the winner in a First Amendment's rights violation. Yes, it's a violation for an elected official to delete a comment off of their wall. You cannot do that. Now, if you're talking to me about a comment that's threatening or vile or over the top, that's one thing. But just because you don't like what I have to say, uh-uh, uh-uh, don't be foolish. Don't be taking away my First Amendment rights because I'm coming for you. And here's the thing. With a political bully that's willing to go after you, Yes, you can disengage, but here's what I say. We've gotten weak. We've cut back on how we should actually handle situations like this. Now, real quick, calm and peaceful-like, I want to say, I do not ever encourage violence. I am in no way talking about violent physical behavior. Yes, if someone physically attacks you or your family, you defend yourself and you put the threat down. Obviously, if you're in danger and you're being physically attacked, you do what you got to do. But I am not talking about going on the offensive. I'm not talking about being violent, and I'm not talking about in physical means. I'm talking about in the world of debate and in the war of words. You be educated, and if you're not educated, you get educated on the matters at hand and part of that is listening to this podcast, Perception is Reality, with Christopher H. Bilbury at perception.fireside.fm. You go through the process with me of getting informed, getting enlightened, getting engaged, being active, going to meetings, asking questions, and know your role, know your fight, know what your opinions and your thoughts are, learn the facts, separate them out from the emotion, and when you are faced with a political bully, you use your knowledge and your genius and your understanding and your wit 
and you cut that bully down to size. Far left Fred, boom, you're gone. I'm not putting up with nonsense and I'll go toe to toe with you all day long. Angie McKillop or Ty, whoever wants to say dumb shit to me, I will slice that down because I'm aware of what is right. I stand behind my convictions and all of you should too. Now, if Ty and Fred wants to debate peacefully and calmly and have a little bit of common sense, I will act like a I will act like a regular human being and we can debate in a peaceful, calm manner. But that's what they don't like to do. They want to do what they can to make you seem crazy and them seem like the winners because they fight with emotion and ignorance and they don't want to hear your common sense, your fact, and what's real life. Perception. Perception is reality. Reality. Perception is reality. Reality. All right, folks. Well, it's been a little bit different show today because, like I said, I had a show planned out, and then because of a pissing match with Fred and a few other people, I decided I wanted to talk about political bullies for a bit. So we went a little short today just due to the change in the show, but I have a couple things coming up here in about the next three episodes that I'm really thinking is going to be really good, and I have a couple interview requests in with a couple people that I think when we get those lined up, it's really going to be amazing. So continue to tune in. New shows come out Tuesdays and Saturdays each and every week. That's two episodes every week, Tuesdays and Saturdays. That's when you'll be able to catch them as they drop. But along with that, you can listen anytime. You can go back through and listen to a couple shows at a time, or you can listen to them as they come out. You can catch every single episode of Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbury at perception.fireside.fm. Again, that's perception.fireside.fm. But you can also catch the shows on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, at all major, major podcast hosting sites. Anything that you go to where you listen to podcasts, you're able to catch Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbury, but you can find it all under one roof at perception.fireside.fm. You can go back and listen to all of the old shows. They will always be there. I also post every link to every new show on Facebook on my profile at Christopher H. Bilbury. So you can find me on Facebook at Christopher H. Bilbury. You can email me at khbilbury at gmail.com or you can call the show to be on the show at 765-546-9796. But if you just want to find the show or to help share the show, you can find the links every Tuesday and Saturday at Christopher H. Bilbury on Facebook. Or just go to perception.fireside.fm. 
please help share the show so we can share the message and share the word with other citizens and make this community grow because we need to spread the word on how to deal with political bullies. That's what we focused on today. And I want to leave you with this interesting commentary from far-left Fred Davis about following the rules. And so, although I've talked about my battles with far-left Fred Davis over the last several years from various different perspectives and over various different battles, and I talked about battling with him today, I didn't really get into what the battle was over specifically at this time. So the battle right now is over an inaccurate or fraudulent or incorrect campaign finance form for one of his Democrat candidates running for Winchester City Council District 4. It's improper and we're battling through that right now. But I've had many different battles with him over the last, say, four or five years. But back in February of 2018, King Democrat Fred Davis stopped another Democrat, Cheryl Ashley Robbins, from actually running against his hand-picked boy, Sean Byram, for state representative. Cheryl Ashley filed to run, and everything was set up, and she was going to run for state representative, but then far-left Fred Davis stepped in because he was afraid of Sean getting beat in the primary, and because of, quote-unquote, the rules, he was able to stop her from running against Sean. At the time he did this, stopping her from running, he wasn't even the chairman of the party, and he still stepped in and did this without the chairman's knowledge at that time. And the reason he says that he did this was because he was wanting to make sure she followed the rules because he felt that she was part of a group that was trying to hold the mayor, Sean Byram, to the rules. So this interesting commentary from Fred talks about the rules, and I just want to remind him what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Rules, rules, rules. Fred, if you want to follow the rules, I say, let's follow the rules. I tell you that the group of people that were backing that candidate are the same ones that fashion uh, Mr. Byram all the time here about not fair the rules, not providing staying within the law, not this, that, and everything else. And had she came to the chair, I'm not the chair anymore, but had she came to the chair, she would not have been given permission just simply to the fact that the group that she represented or was working with. I mean, I don't like the way they've operated. I, I think there's a lot of different things going on, and I'm not going to get into that. It's my personal opinion, but uh, I don't think she would have been given permission to file. Perception is reality. Reality. Perception is reality. Reality. 
You've been listening to Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey. Bilbrey. Tune in, like, and subscribe at perception.fireside.fm. Hook up on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Bilbrey318 and on Twitter at PISRBilbrey. Email khbilbrey at gmail.com. Or get off your butt and call the show at 765-546-9796. Till next time, remember, perception Perception is reality. Reality. This has been Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey, where we aim for better government through citizen involvement. Serious nerf, serious nerf, serious.